2: Cup!
0: hey babe. Hey. How are
2: you doing in uh, DraftKings Golf as we uh, record this on a Thursday?
0: You know, I, I went old school, guy. I took Tiger and Phil. I I, I took Tiger and Phil. So uh, not well, not <laughs> well. They did not go old school. They went uh, modern. Yeah, modern they they are uh, they're in their 2020 form for uh, sure. So I gotta I got, a, I got a ways to go.
2: Uh, we got an NFL game. We'll tell you about that uh, later on. A lot to get to. Some uh, as we record on Thursday. Some some news. Uh, actually, it's been kind of a newsy day. It's Been kind of a newsy day in the NFL.
0: The end of the week. Kind of breaking news, right? As we were uh, going into the to the studio. Yeah. Once to, we uh, yeah, exactly. I walked know, into the studio. I closed the <laughs> bomb-proof door behind me, and I was like, "Oh shit!" <laughs> I know, and then the producer goes, "Hey, you guys, see this? We got to postpone. Oh my God, let me let me see if I can get Rap Sheet on the on the show. <laughs> yeah,
2: he's back. Let's, by let's the go. Way.
0: Let's go live to to Vinny Bonsignor from Vegas. Milk no, off. let's not. <laughs> did you see Rap Sheet's back <laughs> from suspension? I I did.
2: <laughs> Manscaped. People have been uh, tagging, uh, tagging me in a lot. Of, keep tagging us in Instagram posts, spreading positivity on Instagram. The wows, the woes, the didn't see that coming. The oh my, uh, who have we, you been the most
0: active? What probably in Schefter? Yeah, I've been very active on Schefter. I, if, I've left three now on uh, Montana. Uh, I, yep, I've been tagged on some Montanas. I, I left a left a little trail today on a rap sheet because some people, you know, tagged us after he made his triumphant return yep i'd say yeah montana i left a, something on Bryson and when he did a little that was uh, a hype good video. one i liked it i followed that one up with one of my own uh yeah so it's sometimes i'll see i'm like should i leave a comment and then i'll realize like a half naked girl that like 5 million people follow and i'm like yeah i'll probably avoid that one <laughs> <laughs> i don't know what am i going to say
2: <laughs> uh podcast brought to you by ease.com promo code ham ease.com promo code ham Twenty bucks off your first order of fifty dollars or more, or if you're a returning user, ease
0: ten gets you ten percent off. Pre rolls, vapes, edibles, topicals, you name it, they got it. E a z e dot com, e a z e Promo code ham, like you said, twenty dollars off a purchase of fifty dollars or more. Promo code ham ten for our returning users gets you a little ten percent uh, haircut discount. Hard to beat. Like guy always says, twenty one or over. Luckily, most people listen. I think we we got that market cornered. Uh, And for you young bucks, you're you're probably not far away. 21 or over. Ease.com. Promo code ham. Number one cannabis delivery in the state of California. And Ease 10
2: for returning users. Tell your friends. Tell people you don't know. They'll be your friends. We appreciate it. Podcast also brought to you by Hawthorne.co. Promo code ham for 10% off. Hawthorne.co. Promo code ham. 10% off. They've got a lot of sweet stuff, John, and they make it really easy.
0: They did. You, you and I both took uh, took the survey, the quiz. Uh, it was really easy. It, you talk about you know the hair that Haberman has, the hair that I don't have, the smell that you have, the cologne you usually wear, what you drink. then they give you a self-care routine and you can order based on everything, the information you gave them. I had some cologne delivered. I've, I've never been able to find the right cologne. The cologne they sent me was fantastic. Uh, they also have things like different deodorants and face washes, all specifically for you after you fill out the quiz. So it's uh, I, I I don't think we can recommend it enough. That's right. Premium tailored personal care,
2: making you feel and smell your best. And they take the risk out of buying because they give you free shipping, free returns. If you don't like your products, no problem. They'll even retailer you based on the feedback. So do what we did. Take the Hawthorne quiz today. Get started on your personalized self-care routine. You got a Hawthorne with an E at the end, Hawthorne.co. Use the promo code HAM, 10% off your first purchase. Hawthorne, H-A-W-T-H-O-R-N-E, Hawthorne.co. That's C-O, promo code HAM, Hawthorne.co, promo code HAM.
0: Yep, do it now. Now. Do it now. Bad news
2: if you're looking forward to the Raiders playing on Sunday Night Football, John, they just got, I'm going to go air quotes, flexed, but... It's not because the matchup isn't good with the Bucs. It's a great matchup. Seahawks-Cardinals is now going to be Sunday night because the Raiders, we don't know if they're going to have enough offensive linemen to play the football game. Coming off a bye, they don't have all their ducks in a row, John. Trent Brown, COVID, and the NFL's investigating if they've been following protocols.
0: Yeah, it feels like Trent Brown's situation is a disaster. Uh, He wasn't following the protocols. A lot of people were around him. They had to send the entire offensive line home, uh, which, you know, is one of the better units in the league. And I I think we were texting this morning before the news came out, and I'm like, you know, unlike some of these other games, because those guys hadn't tested positive, so it's not like the Raiders at at the point of recording it, and I saw Pellisaro reported, no, they, they don't have a bunch of positive tests beside him but they sent people home that were contract tracing that were around him. I, my, my take to you was listen, I think Raider fans are going to be pissed off, but I don't think they're going to move this fucking game given that it was NBC like based on some offensive lineman being out, which would suck for the Raiders and basically be a borderline lock of the week for us. Right. Uh, but I, I thought they were going to force the Raiders to play no matter what. Then once you see them make this move, is it fair to say that NBC, like I, I we can't take the risk guys. We're the number one show on television. We do the biggest ratings for the number one league. This is our cash cow. This is our baby. Just give us another fucking game. flex That's, the best afternoon. Now, look,
2: games. maybe it's it's what's good for NBC is what's good for the NFL, and what's good for the NFL is what's good for NBC. So maybe maybe NBC didn't have to do it. But that was definitely my first thought, too. Was NBC looked at this and went, We don't wanna Monday Night Football's had some messes. It's been unique, but let's let's avoid that. We've got the Seahawks Cardinals game. We can drive the truck, the TV truck, and go from Vegas to Seattle really easily. That's a good matchup. Let's instead of trying to go with casting some other guy as the star, let's just go with let's just go with Russell. We know what we're going to get out of Seattle. Kyler,
0: that's Ky- easy. Kyler was just on Monday Night Football and yeah, started. It's,
2: it's yeah. kind of a similar matchup, right? Younger, famous quarterback against older, famous quarterback. Um not exactly the same, but you know what I'm saying. Yeah, it's yeah. it's I, my first thought, it sucks for Raiders fans, sucks for Mark Davis, sucks for the organization. I know they don't have fans, but this is still the Sunday night debut of their brand-new stadium. And for all the years we talked about it, didn't think it was going to happen, whatever. It happened. It's awesome. They're there. They just beat the Chiefs. You really couldn't pick a better time to play this game if you're them, right? Well... I was just, oh yeah it reported. was
0: the it was the Niners Rams game didn't you feel like they were hyping up the Vegas game pretty hardcore Absolutely. during that Sunday night Al football was game fired up to go to
2: Vegas no doubt
0: yeah like I, they hammered that like now they they always push the next game but they were openly kind of talking they about were not whoever would have thought we would have gone to Vegas and they were not just reading the card right coming up yeah, on we, Sunday
2: it's a big matchup when the I, Bucks take I, on the Raiders it wasn't that it was like I can't wait to go so this sucks.
0: It is an embarrassment for the Raiders. It is an and embarrassment. I'm not nece- I- I'm not blaming like it's not because of anything the owner did. It's not anything I'd even say Gruden or Mayock did. Now they did sign this player and this is a player that Kyle Shanahan shorted and, and Bill the 40- Belichick
2: opted and out And the,
0: the 49ers believed we don't think he's worth big money. We can't trust him. Bill Belichick won a Super Bowl with him and said, nah, I'm good." And last year, he was banged up a little bit. He's a really good player. No one disputes that. His talent in a vacuum, he's worth one of the higher... When he's on the field, one of the higher-paid offensive linemen in the league, no issue with it. But this year's forum has been a disaster. There's been some weird shit bubbling on the surface. Now it's safe to say, like, he fucked them. Pretty good. I mean, really good. Because when I say, oh, you sent Rodney Hudson home. Here's what I know about Rodney Hudson. Never had one issue. You know, if it's like, uh, you know, he's borderline... All pro, or whatever, pro bowler. I'd just say he's like on the all character team. Like he's one of those guys that you just say Rodney Hudson. Like every team in the league is like, I don't want that guy. Uh, Gabe Jackson, never had an issue besides like a broken foot or whatever. Like he's zero issues with Gabe Jackson. Colton Miller, never heard a peep out of the dude. I texted people in the league. I, I might owe a little bit of apology. I've heard he's actually becoming a good player. People have been, been impressed. He's, you know, him. he's better than McGlinchey right now.
2: Yeah, that was the to pick, the
0: back-to-back. The coin, yeah. That was the coin flip pick, right? So you, yeah. So you have this yeah. group of, like, I, when you think the Raiders, like, definitely Rodney and Gabe are just some stalwart, just everything you want in an NFL player, those those two guys. And Trent Brown just <laughs> fucks the, Here's the other thing, guy. Tampa Bay is arguably the best defense in the league. Like, that... <laughs> I don't know who's gonna play and who's not as of recording this right now. Who even knows? I guess they could always push this game to Monday or Tuesday. It's a disaster these guys have to be able to practice.
2: Yeah, it might be that that's the other thing, right? It might be that they sent them home contact tracing, none of them test positive. And so there's no reason to delay to push the game back. Like they'd be
0: like, Well Well, that's what that's what Pelosaro said. The game's still on track as long as these guys and they'll be able to play. And this is Belichick. I, I heard someone say this. And they're like, you know, for the first time ever, I heard Belichick kind of use some excuses after the last game. They lost to Denver. And I went to watch a little bit of the press conference after the Denver game. I didn't really think he was giving excuses. He's like, yeah, you know, you play on Sundays, you usually need to practice during the week. Like, they hadn't really been able to practice. Remember, they sent the guys home Friday and, and Sunday? Or, I mean, Friday and Saturday before that game? Like, in fairness, I think, listen, we can say excuses like, the guy needs to get open, or we need to execute better. If you're not able to practice in the NFL on a Wednesday, Thursday, Friday, Saturday, leading into a game on Sunday, that is not an excuse. That's a fact, right? That's just yeah. That, that would that's never happened in the history of the sport before Corona, right? You don't teams get to practice, you right. There's just that's just yeah. I mean, hand maybe there hands. have been some
2: yes. I mean, it's maybe there've been individuals issues, that are right. That yeah, kind of they are sick, yeah.
0: something like that. But I'd say this year, consistently, we're like. You just have to send everyone home from the facility. Like, cl- closing down for the day. Or just, when has it ever happened where no one's sick, technically, right? Like Colton Miller, Gabe Jack, and you just got to be like, guys, you have to leave. But you still are going to run your practice that day. Guy, they practiced yesterday. I saw Vic Taffer wrote up the offensive lineman. It was just like practice random guys you've never heard of. So it's like, they if they have to roll those guys out, the Raiders would get destroyed, and, and that would and that would honestly, if Gruden said after the game, "Yeah, it's hard to win a game without your five starting offensive linemen," wouldn't be an excuse. That'd be a fact,
2: right? <laughs> I mean, yeah, well, especially if he said the if he said if if four guys just hadn't practiced all week, but are back. Let's say even in that scenario, right, where you would get three yeah. days without those guys and they play, and now you got a new right tackle. Although, like you said, they've it's not. Trent, Brown Trent Brown's played only played two, two games. Yeah. Is,
0: but but still, like I, I think the other guys, even if they're not able to practice but are able to play in this game now at 4 o'clock, I think the Raiders are a world of hurt. And it already feels like there's this there's going to be this element of negativity around them of in the sense, like, did Trent Brown just kind of derail their season a little bit? Like, has he thrown everything off? Now, it's, maybe this just a blip on the radar, but they're not going to cut the guy.
2: I got an update for you here, John, as we're we're doing this. Paul Gutierrez just tweeted, uh, confirmed, Raiders O-Line and Jonathan Abram all going on the COVID-19 list as they've all been deemed high-risk contact. So they're now quarantined for five days plus the last day of contact, which was Monday, which means they could conceivably be cleared by Sunday morning via a POC test, but it also means less time to prep because now the game's been moved up five other offensive linemen on the 53-man, plus two on practice squad. You have to suit up at least eight O-linemen on game day. Signing a street free agent doesn't work either because then they'd have to go through a six-day entry protocol. Moving (laughs) the game back to Monday or Tuesday seems most likely at this juncture, which would be, kind of feels like a win for the Raiders if this game got moved back. Would you agree with that? Monday afternoon? Yeah, just playing on Sunday,
0: I think, is the hardest thing for them to do at this point given the situation. But even playing on Monday, as we've seen before with other teams, can be a difficult scenario too. You're just kind of delaying the inevitable, right? These guys, so let's say they play on Monday. They would still not have practiced all week, right? And this gets back to the main elephant in the room of Trent Brown just kind of fucked up this good mojo this team had coming, Guy, They just beat the Chiefs. They have this enormous game. Al Michaels is blowing them. Can't wait to get there. Everyone's kind of excited to watch this game. Now it feels like who you,
2: even knows. You've been around the NFL, so maybe you could. Do you how many buys do you get in a season? Uh one. Oh, it's just the one. So they just yeah. they just burned their one buy with this with this disaster.
0: Yeah, that
2: seems like a which waste. I
0: think even again, I didn't even think of it like this. What do you think Mayock and Gruden are thinking? Well, this guy, we have the bye week, and during a bye week this year, every player gets tested every day, right? it's just it's the way the rules have happened pretty clear that this guy was probably not following what again this sucks you can't really go out you got to really just avoid random people like unlike me and you we don't have to avoid random people cuz the entire league is not dependent on like every individual in the league right or like our podcast like we could just pivot we could delay it right. in a week whatever in the nfl even though i'd say 99% of these guys are not scared of this virus they don't even think about this virus there is a responsibility to, like, you do have to avoid... And there were bylaws that they started when they did the whole kind of uh, agreement before this year. It was going to suck. Like, you're not going to have... It's not going to be a fun year. You got to kind of stay home. And I think a guy like this, where if you're Gruden, Mayock, Carr, all these guys, you're like, this guy just fucked us. Because either way, now, the game's out of whack. I, I think the Raiders just out of whack right now. Yeah. It's, it's it's I think it's kind of unfair that this and, guy... Yeah. You
2: can't cut them or anything, you know? It, it's gone from lining up perfectly. This this weekend was lining up perfectly for them, just given what they had just done to the Chiefs, the opportunity against the Bucs, the stage, the new stadium, Sunday night football. Wasted. Uh, Jimmy Garoppolo goes
0: home, John. Niners-Patriots. I'm coming home. I'm coming home. Remember Belichick? Text him after every win, those final five wins, after yeah. he traded him. Yeah. That was a story. Every win. Good job, Jimmy. <laughs>
2: yep. If if Jimmy's been a sleeper cell for Belichick, we're about to find out this week. <laughs>
0: Good job, Jimmy. <laughs>
2: come back, come home. <laughs> uh, he could have been the Patriots' quarterback in this. You know, if the time, if things hadn't timed up the way they did, maybe he would have been the Patriots' quarterback. If
0: I told you right now, does Jimmy Garoppolo take another snap for the Patriots in his career? I'd say as long as Belichick's there, it's it's Chances a chance are high. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Uh, look, we we've talked a lot
2: about him after the last game. Uh, not dist- for 25
0: million, I'll promise you that much, though. No. <laughs> that
2: the statistics did not back up what we all saw with our eyes, that he needs to be better, all that kind of stuff. Here's what I will say to, since after four days of saying what he what he hasn't done well, I think we could say, look, he did do what he was asked to do last Sunday at home against the Rams. And in some ways, the Rams, particularly up front defensively, are more intimidating than the Patriots are. Now, they're also. Got a rookie defensive coordinator in the NFL. This week, you got Belichick, so it's a different animal. But, Tad, but I Jimmy did do what he was asked to do last week. The part of the question is like, what is Kyle? And this, I think, is the heart of a lot of the way we talk about Garoppolo. Going back to last year, what is it that Kyle is asking him to do? Because we know you can understand what a coach thinks of his team by the way he calls a game. And, uh, and I think the, so my big question this week is what is it that Kyle is going to be asking Jimmy to do?
0: Well, I know this, the Patriot defense that night against Seattle, when they just kind of got smoked since then, they've been pretty good guy. Like they punked Derek, right? They took away Waller. The the, the Raiders couldn't do anything. They won that game 36 to 20. And I'm pretty sure there was a late touchdown in that game. It didn't feel that close. The Chiefs game, people forget because the final score was 26-10. to It was 6 nothing at half. Yeah. And Mahomes was just... Belichick, remember, people were like, God, this guy has practice. How's he doing this? It's like, he he's Bill Belichick. He's got some schemes. And last week, again, way worse offense than Mahomes. I didn't realize this until I heard actually someone say this, even though it makes sense when you look at the number. The Broncos kicked six field goals. Like, that was their 18 points. Well, Drew points. Locke, was, wasn't Drew Locke under 50% <laughs> passing? Yeah, he was like 10 to 24. Like, he, they destroyed him. Like, so I think, is it fair to say this Patriot defense, beside Gilmore probably goes under the radar because they don't have all, like, the the hot, the highlight name guys because a lot of them opted out, is, like, one of the more underrated defense so far this year in the NFL? Like, this is, the once I kind of look at these numbers, I go, and even just watching them play, and you know that, like, whatever Jimmy doesn't do well, and I don't pretend to, like, I think what he doesn't do well right now is just throw the ball, but, like, any specific coverage, any specific look, Belichick will know that, not from his time around there, but studying him this year, like, what's throwing him off these last couple years. I wouldn't expect Jimmy to, like, look that comfortable, at least in the first half. So I I know what you're saying. I think we need to get Jimmy back. I I think it's going to be a little harder the more I've thought about it than, you know, at first, like, oh, the Patriots are shitty. Yeah, their offense is a little shitty, but their defense, like – They can hold Mahomes to, you know, no touchdowns for a half. Like, what do you think they can do to Jimmy Garoppolo? Just clearly they just make you uncomfortable with different looks. No one is more comfortable running different looks than Belichick. And it's why I think Kyle, you know, probably gets up for this matchup because you never truly know. Like, when you play a lot of teams, you know what they're going to do. This one, fuck, I don't know. Like, are they going to have some crazy coverage for Kittle or do they think like Debo's the guy? Like, I'll be fascinated yeah. to well, see you, with Mozart out. I don't know.
2: We I, talked I don't about feel that
0: confident about Jimmy going into this game,
2: guy. Five for 79. That's Waller and Kelsey combined. Now, again, the beauty is the Niners, I think, uh, Ruggs didn't play in that game. The Niners have more weapons than the Raiders did in that game. The Chiefs thing is crazy. Um, but in the end, that game turned into what from a talent standpoint it should be.
0: But but he, but he he's played well against Mahomes now twice because remember in the uh, AFC championship game,
2: he's when the they best. ultimately,
0: when they won, yeah, it took him away for a half. That was his MVP you're going, year. You're going up against the best. <laughs> yeah. So, and the other thing is you don't.
2: Now, are, are, is this what we saw last week? Is that just what you're getting from Jason Verrett, Verrett and Emmanuel Mosley? Is that what you're getting well, from? Well, that's where I mean, like.
0: Because Sherman's not coming back to
2: the bye. E-man.
0: Well, that's where it's like Sherman being out till the bye, which was like, whoa, the bye. You're like, when's the bye? In two weeks? You're like, no, it's week 11. You're like, what? Well, what fucking, what? <laughs> you know, it's, when did this injury become this serious? This is the game I think you can get by for them on defense. I think the next three weeks get a lot scarier. I do think this, though, probably is a game. You Like you said, it was, we're recording this before the Thursday night game. That was the lowest point total, I think, like 43. And this was the second lowest point total. I mean, honestly, it might not even get close to like 45. Like, it could yeah. just be 16 to 7 or something, you know? I, I don't expect. forty three and a half. 43 and a half. Did you say that? No, I, I said That's 45. The it's 43, yeah, 43 and a
2: half. half.
0: Yeah, you know I mean, 2014 or something like that. Like, the Cam Newton we've seen beside the Seattle game has been a lot more missed than hit just just in terms of just watching his balls like they just it's not it'd be one thing right if guys are open and he's just it's just like there's flying all over the place and it could just be they're just not that talented at wide receiver which they're not i think it's a whole combination of things it's just a weird patriot offense because cam is a guy that you have to kind of like i think he just takes some time to get used to one yeah just because, well, you know edelman's never been used to like uh, the scramble drill, the the what drill? Like we just uh, we were like uh, three and three and throw. What the scramble drill, right? It's just it's a it has to be different for him specifically, right? Just keeping plays alive. Like it's it's way different than it ever was with Tom, because you always just look back to the pocket. Like is Tom looking at me now? It's like there's fucking Cam doing three sixties running away. Like do I run far? Because that's one thing I do think guys get used to with the Russ, with the Mahomes, with the Rodgers. Like there are you kind of learn his tendencies when he rolls certain ways. How do you ever, like, did you, in fairness, do you even run scramble drill when Tom Brady's your quarterback? Really? How often was you, he, like, you, rolling, you know, away from, like, rushes? That doesn't happen. They didn't play like that. Because he yeah. couldn't. I mean, it's not even humanly possible. No, I, this, now, I don't know. Does he ever I leave don't, the pocket? Does Tom can. ever leave
2: the pocket? I don't feel like he ever does.
0: Hell, Why he'll would he?
2: Run straight but, line to slide. Does, do you count a quarterback sneak?
0: Um, No, I'm I'm talking like a throw. Like, when does he ever run away from D lineman or anything, you know? Uh, You know, now the, the mobile quarterbacks, the
2: Niners struggle with too. This Kim is not, does not feel like that kind of guy necessarily, right? The way Russ plays, even the way Kyler plays, but he is just, he is a threat with his legs. The Niners are athletically down in terms of just, I don't know if I can count D Ford, but certainly Bosa. Right. And I, Mm -hmm. I, every time I watch them, Pass rush. I just think God. Kerry Hyder, Does he need like six IVs after every game? He plays his ass off. These guys are everywhere, but they don't have in terms of like volume of guys that can ch- truly chase athletic quarterbacks. it Doesn't feel like there's a lot of those guys. Now they do have good linebackers still, right? Yeah. Fred Warner is just going to be everywhere, but
0: uh, what's what's the latest on Tart? Have you seen? Uh, no, I have not. not I just think well. that. I mean, I would expect – I saw that Biederman tweeted that Trent Brown was a practice. Tart had the, the growing, the growing. Uh, so, I, I would say he'd probably be out, be my guess. Tart means uh, – but no Tart. Uh, this is David Lombardi. That means the likely decisions to make at Strong State, like he won't play this All weekend. Right. Which, you know – did Tart ever become, I think, probably what you hope when he drafted a second rounder? No, but I do think he just solidified himself when his career was over. Like, I played in the league 9-10 years and I was a good player. Like, he's a good start. He's a starting, starting safety on a Super Bowl level team. Like, now he might be on a good defense, right? The 10th best player, but still, he's a starter on a, like, he's a good player.
2: To me, if you told me he just, he's your safety, you'd go, great, we don't have to worry. We're trying to win the Super Bowl. We don't have to draft safeties. We're not signing safeties.
0: We're doing other stuff. He's just your safety. Yeah. Who would have thought, like, if I would have told you three years ago, Jimmy Ward would become better, like, dramatically better in Tart, and you feel like Jimmy's kind of an impact player, and Tart's just kind of there, but solid, but just, you just need him out there. You don't really notice him, but he's fine. I don't think I'd have believed you.
2: You know what that is, right? It's Trenton Bulky's fingerprint. Oh,
0: oh my yeah. <laughs> don't don't sleep on old Bulky. He's got those Jaguars playing well.
2: John, let's tell the people about mybookie.ag promo code ham one. Mybookie.ag promo code ham and the number one.
0: Yep, mybookie is where we've been gambling all year long. Lock of the week. Uh, it's where we also just do our casual gambling, and I can't recommend it enough. Mybookie.ag promo code ham one baseball. Golf. What I what I say about the Rays guy? I'm like, listen, I, I don't claim to be a Tim McCarver here, but I think they're. You get them. I think it was plus 170 for the series. I'm like, that's that's too big of an underdog for a team with elite pitching, and just they find they win, right? I mean this this team plays in a division with the Yankees, and they're better than the Yankees. I mean they literally yeah. beat the Yankees. Like I just I think the Dodgers are the best team, but this Rays team like wouldn't shock anyone in baseball if they won. Great value there. You still get them, and it's 1-1. One, one. They're still the underdog. Uh, uh, college football, the NFL, full slate this week. MyBookie.ag, promo code HAM1. Call uh, The Big Ten's back. You know mm-hmm. Ohio State, Michigan, Penn State, you ever heard of those teams? So they're playing.
2: Uh, I have heard of those teams, and I can't wait to watch those teams. MyBookie.ag, HAM1. If you accept the bonus, they'll match your first deposit dollar for dollar up to 1000 bucks. Remember, though, if you do that, you do have to bet the full amount of the bonus before you can pull your money out. So you can also decline
0: the bonus. Um, but either way use him one we appreciate that. You can also live bet, which uh I was just about to look. Phil Mickelson's currently in last place. You could probably live bet him and, you know, an enormous odds to come back and win the Zozo. So, uh mybookie.ag How about No, no. <laughs> yeah. That would be a a definite a definite. No, no.
2: All right, let's run through a bunch of We said at the beginning of the podcast it's been a uh been a busy end of the NFL week already. You want to start with this Ravens trade, John? Yannick and Yannick. Gakwe. Yeah. You know, Gee, there how many rumors. times has a team of a player been traded from a team that wears purple to another team that wears purple? Think about that.
0: Maybe it's I just get fooled by a lot of like fake shifters. It does feel like the Ravens have traded for every player in the league in the last five years. They've definitely been rumored with every legitimate player that's been was, traded there in the mix.
2: Was Calais Campbell a trade or a free agency signing?
0: Uh they traded for him. But it was like yeah. one of those where they didn't have to give up that much because he was going to get cut and he's a little older. But Marcus Peters uh, feels like they traded for a lot of guys. <laughs> Lamar yeah, Jackson. It's... They actually did trade for Lamar Jackson. Remember they traded back into the first round. There but they just here. Listen, Mark Ingram, Eric traded DaCosta, free agent. Uh free agent. I think he became okay. a free agent. They signed him. They they do an incredible job under Ozzie Newsom of getting all those comp picks. They wanted Yannick and Dockway when the Vikings traded for him and. It's fair to say, let's say they both offered a second-round pick. I think it's fair to say coming into this season, you would have been like, well, I thought the Vikings were going to be solid. I didn't think they were going to be this shitty. The Vikings were going to be worse than the Ravens because I, we all thought the Ravens, they might not win the playoffs, but they were going to win 12, 13 games. So they went to the Vikings. The Ravens wanted this guy. Let's say they were willing to give up a second-round pick. Now they end up getting him for a third-round pick. And as a couple people in the league have told me, because I saw it on Twitter, I just wanted to verify it. If they lose this human being, they get a third round pick back because he's going to he would get huge money on the open market. They would get a compensatory pick. So they basically let's say gave up pick 88, they would receive pick 96. Or if they just want to keep him, they'd go, "Well, we get we just got a guy that we want to keep for a third round pick who's a prime pass rusher." The Minnesota Vikings gave up their second round pick, which it turns out they suck, meaning that pick is going to be really high, let's say 38. If the Ravens third round pick is 88, not ideal, man. They gave up 38 for 88. Listen, that's that's a disastrous move, guy. Disastrous move. And you suck. Because I, I saw people tweeting like the Vikings just had to, you know, eat their losses, right? Just sunk cost. Kinda. Let's say you weren't gonna resign him. In in theory. You're just gonna let him walk. You just gonna start over you would get a compens... The Vikings would get the compensatory pick. So are you yeah. better off just... I think Michael Lombardi tweeted, they just had to get there. They wanted to lock it in now. Which, okay, it's you're still locking in with a team that... Wouldn't it be a little shocking this year if the Ravens lost a playoff game? I think you'd expect them to at least win one playoff game this year, right? Right. Is that fair to say? Yeah. So they're a uh, 13-12 win team that wins a playoff game? Is that... It, I mean... Look, uh,
2: you're 100 percent right. It's not they didn't get back any of what they gave up, but I still understand the pick you get is still going to be better than the comp pick, right? So I get it's that. a better pick and yeah. the financial savings um, of just not paying him. But yeah, I, I, I to me the miss part of the problem here was Denell Hunter was healthy when they traded for Ngakwe, right?
0: Yeah, then he got hurt in camp or whatever. But,
2: one issue that has come up and it's been an issue is that their cornerbacks were like, I think the stat was nine career starts combined in their secondary, like super inexperienced. And um, I, I maybe some of this was out of their control, but when you make a big trade, part of what you're doing is like you're evaluating your team and you're going, okay, this is going to help put us over the top. Right. We were almost there last year. We were in the conference championship game. This is a move that puts us over the top. So maybe some of this was out of their control. Their team changed as the year went on. But I mean, I, I don't this is nothing but a complete and utter failure. And uh we talk about it all the time. The value of the players you get at the top of the second round is big. Now they thought, look, we're giving they thought the pick they were giving up was going to be at the end of the second round
0: because we're we're yeah. good. So whatever they're they gonna be a playoff team. Yeah. They made the playoffs for the last five years. How about? in their mind? I get why they expect it. And they also go, okay, our secondary is not as good, but we're going to have one of the best pass rushes in the league, i.e. the Niners, right? The problem for, let's use the Niners as an example. One reason we don't totally shit on the D Ford trade, because that's been an unmitigated disaster. Last year they made the Super Bowl. And even this year, it's, have we seen D Ford? I think we saw him, yeah, uh, against the Cardinals. We haven't seen him since. Literally, haven't seen him since. They're still three and three. If the Niners right now were one and five, we'd be going, that really hurts. Because they gave him more money. To me, as long as the Niners get to nine and seven, that move is a failure. That will never change. The failures don't hurt as much when you when you're just competitive. They cripple you, i.e., the Texans, right? The Texans make some bold trades, give away some first round picks. All of a sudden it's are they a four-win team? Because that's devastating not having your first round pick. It's one thing like the Steelers last year. Didn't have their first round pick but they got Minka, they went 8-8. Eight eight. I actually think it's been a catalyst this year, probably, for a lot of their team. It's easy for Tomlin to go, we got fucking Ben back, we're going to kick the shit out of everybody. And they've just been kicking the shit out of everybody. Yeah. Right?
2: Yeah.
0: But when, so to me, even if you go 8-8 eight eight with the bold move, and that player's good, you know, it's just, I, I never have an issue with teams taking bold swings. Because I didn't really even think it was that bold of a swing, but it's, I, I think there's inherent risk in everything you do, right? I think it works in any business. Definitely player acquisition, even when you acquire great players, right? Jalen Ramsey last year. It was a good move for them. I think they would tell you, well, we acquired Jalen Ramsey and we've extended Jalen Ramsey. He's on our team. But to me, it's like, okay, guys, you gave up all those picks. You need to be a lock playoff team every year. You missed the playoffs last year. So last year was, you know, somewhat of a failure, right? And I think he fired a bunch of coaches. It, it definitely was deemed that way. Part of making these super aggressive moves and obviously multiple first round picks is more aggressive than a second round pick. But I do think once you turn out to suck that second round picks a pretty big kick in the dick.
2: Well, here's the other part of this right is now the Jaguars who is Doug Morone still their football coach? Uh, yeah. Okay. They've got two ones because they got their one. They got the, they the Jalen Ramsey one. They've got Two twos cause they got the Vikings two. They got their three. They got two fours because they've got the Jalen Ramsey four. And they've got three fives.
0: Um they're loaded up those, right now. I think those four I think those four top picks. Decent chance all four picks are in the top forty five. Top forty two. That's yeah, that's I
2: mean, power. I, would you be shocked to see them use could they use a, a four and a two and move up into could they end up with three ones like the Raiders did a couple years ago or yeah, did the Dolphins had three ones this year, right? Yeah, I think you can, and just accelerate. What? If, what if you just take? Do you use them two, two sweet second round picks are cheap. Yeah, two and two. Take, take, get Justin Fields, something else, get a receiver. Yeah, take one of Justin Fields' receivers in the second round.
0: If I was Justin Fields or Trey Lance or any of those guys, I might refuse to play there though. Yeah, I know, I know. About- at least. I see this a lot. Like, would you refuse if you were Trevor Lawrence in New York? How many ty- times have guys in the history of sports refused to play in New York? It, it rarely happens. To me, the Jags, like, yeah, I could see that. <laughs> you know, I, 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 could, I would refuse to play there. Yeah. I would not refuse to play the Jets. I mean, still the Jets, and you would be famous.
2: And, I like, the one thing I'd say with the Jets, right, is the Joe Douglas thing. It's early. Maybe they hire a coach that you go, okay, this is... It's only year one of Joe Douglas, right? With all, I don't know what Cal- Caldwell's rep is, but this is like he's only it's been like, he's what, been like there fifteen years. years. Now I guess yeah. Coughlin was
0: the you know it's weird, but anyway. you brought this up to me. I, I didn't know this, but you had an interesting little nugget about Seattle's schedule. Oh yeah, so listen to this. So now obviously the Cardinals game is Sunday Night Football. Seattle's five and zero.
2: They have not played the the NFC East crossover games yet, so they still have four games against the. They still have. They still get the Cowboys, the Eagles, Washington Football Team, uh, and the Giants. Let's call them the
0: football team. The football team. They still get the football team. I saw some. I just saw people on Twitter last weekend referring. I kind of like that. Just, yeah, the football, football team's team. down. They, they still got the football team. So they got. They're five and
2: zero. Let's just. You, you said let's just worst case. Should we give them three and one in those games, or can we give them
0: four and zero in those games? I, I, well, the I say worst game case Monday night I, I do think. I, I do think when you're. Uh, you know a 13 win team. I bet if we look at the history of 13 win teams, one of their three losses has been against a shitty team. Weird. Okay. In the last 2 months of the season where you just don't even give a fuck. So, it's they're like the equivalent eight and one. Of no corona practice, but you actually practice, you don't even try to practice though. So, worst case 8 and 1, right?
2: There's 8 and 1 right there. Yeah. Now they have 7 more games. Those 7 games are against the NFC West because they haven't played the NFC West yet. And Buffalo. Is does the this other move game.
0: help? Does this move help them? Would you I don't would just know. have said this
2: is a lock win no matter what this Sunday? I don't know that it helps them, but maybe it does just because they're the home team. It's less weird for them the, because the.
0: If Cardinals, I give you their over under, the over under at twelve and a half. Are you taking the over? For yeah, Seattle? I would take
2: the over just based on. So there are other seven games are they going to go four and three. That's twelve wins if they go four and three against the West plus Dallas plus Buffalo, right? Are they going to go five and two? I think that's. I think that's a real possibility. That would mean they probably have to beat Arizona on Sunday, right? Because they probably got to sweep Arizona if they're going to go five and two. Would you say they're the clear favorite for the one seed? A.K. They, are they only abs- This is my point, right? Is they're absolutely the clear one seed? Yeah, which they're is a clear one seed, and they and it's yeah. reasonable. It there, I think it goes Philly Monday night on the road, Giants and Jets at home. And then at Washington, so that's how those they play those four teams four weeks in a row. <laughs> so it's like, you know, it's it should be like it. It's not like they're see coming to me the, off.
0: The, to me the Philly one's easy for them. You, you're, you, even if their record's terrible at the time, it's easy to get up for a Monday night game, right? I could see them losing one of those next three games. Just their record could be outrageous. They're gonna lose to you the know, Giants and, at home. No, and the Jets are so bad, so it might be the Washington. I couldn't you see them if they're. What week is that?
2: I think it's like 12, 13, 14, 15.
0: Yeah. So what if they're you know twelve and two and up in the Three NFC? Three games like two up games. in the division. <laughs> yeah, the division's basically over, and Tampa is the next best team with nine. They're like nine and four at the time or something. You yeah. Know, it's like, yeah. Uh, yeah. They. That's. Here's the other thing. So everything. I Jamal Adams played, hasn't even been playing. Is he back? This come week? back. I think he's back. Uh, I, saw Pete, I saw Pete Carroll said they're going to keep it slow. Okay. And this is an e- This is one of those right with the Niners where they kind of had to keep rushing Jimmy and everyone back. See, what the hell is the rush if you're Seattle? Now you would like Jamal Adams against Kyler Murray. Kyler, yeah. But I do think at five and zero, oh, if to me he's even like you know it's still a little tight. It's it's an easy one. Let's just they traded multiple ones in a two for him. Like I saw Pete had a good quote. He's like, this is not. We're not living game to game with this player, right? That we we invested this much. This guy's part of our franchise. Like Russell, DK. Like this is this is one of our franchise players now. Which is probably hard because in the in the moment, you're thinking, we're gonna fucking win the Super Bowl this year, right? <laughs> Let's we can beat the Cardinals, knock them out of our way. Cause we go up six we're six and oh. I guess this would be the Cardinals' first divisional loss, right? Cuz they beat the Niners. This is a big game for the Cardinals. It is. Now the they, Cardinals they were have win this game, they'd be in pretty good shape. Yeah. But here's they've not played they've not played very
2: good quarterbacks at this point, right? They've played Who's Stafford might be the best, best quarterback. Stafford. Probably Stafford yeah. and he beat them. So, I like now the game, remember? Here's the I know, I remember. Here's the other thing, right? I'll send it back to you on this. Everything I just said is that an environment— is that like a circumstance where you go, you know what we should do? We should sign Antonio Brown. We gotta bring A B into the fold here.
0: Uh he has been on his best behavior. I feel like I follow him on every platform possible, and I haven't seen one tweet, one Instagram uh in several months. My why I would say no would simply be historically, the last several years, I'd say pre DK Metcalf, one of their knocks has always been God, if you just gave. Russ like. If he ever got his hands on like a Julio on a Devontae Adams, it'd be on. Well, you got that guy. His name's DK Metcalf. He looks like Calvin Johnson meets Terrell Owens. Like he's a star. And your quarterback loves him. And clearly, like he's a pretty high character guy. Everyone just gets along. No issues. One thing with Seattle, they've kind of been quieter. Like it's just not much drama there. Maybe it's just part of just your two best players, Russ and Bobby Wagner, just zero drama. Why would I? That to me is a an enormous risk. And it's one of those risks like, in a vacuum, Vikings, you got to acquire Yannick and Dockway. In a vacuum, you get Antonio Brown for nothing, don't brainer. For Seattle, they would have a lot on the line if they're 7-1 or 8-0 or whenever they... right His suspension ends uh, week eight. So I guess they would be potentially 7-0 because they've already had their buy. I I don't know, man. I, I would... I would say no, but that's historically Pete and John. They they're a swing like they, they they take swings, guy. Keep like their mindset is swing for their analytic, their new age major league baseball. Like they want swing. They'll they'll they're okay with strikeouts because yeah. they think we'll hit some fucking home runs. Yeah. And and why why would they not? If you just look at their well, history, you would say they would, right? Just it just like what's the upside for? What do they really need from him, right? They Well, remember Russell trained with him in LA and Russell was like singing his praises. Yeah,
2: I'm just saying like the reason not to is what do they really need from him based on well, what they, they have?
0: Now, like couldn't they said, couldn't they think we would corner the market and just be they, un- they, unbeatable?
2: They they might think uh what's the what's the all gas no brakes? Just whatever. You thought Didn't we were Pete, good before. Pete, Wait now. Did, and here's the other thing: is they do have
0: to outscore people, right? Yeah. Were that say? offense with did, those two with those two guys. Did, did, was that Pete saying that Robert Sala just jacked?
2: I don't know. I thought it was. I always gave Robert credit. Yeah.
0: It, it does feel very Pete-ish, right? Oh, guys, no breaks. Just just scream, hooting. All we're energy competing. There you going, Coach? I just, pockets Wednesday. I just want to take a deep breath. Relax. Pete, just fuck. put down uh, your double monster, buddy. Stop chewing gum. I, I would imagine if you're just not a super up all the time guy, being around some of these humans, even if you're just an aspirational NFL player, but just one day out of the seven-day work week, you just can we just, listen, I'm going to work hard today. I just don't need to get yelled at all the time. It's got to wear you out a little bit. I mean, By it's got to be a lot to handle. Yeah, I know. Because at least with Belichick, it's just like, know your shit, practice hard. It's not like just work hard. You just stay in your lane. I don't even think he expects you to like, you just, you're not getting yelled at all the time. Now, Belichick might be on you, but it's, it's more just monotone. You're just kind of on eggshells. Like this guy better perform here, but it's not like, oh, Pete's going to give me some story about fucking Isaiah Thomas winning game seven and he's going to do shoot baskets. And then it's like, oh fuck. <laughs> can we just, can we just get in the film study?
2: By the way, John, I I, uh, I have to make a correction. The, I was, it's even better than I thought. I said the Seahawks haven't played the NFC East. They've played Dallas. I threw the Jets in the NFC East, so it's the gotcha. Jets. So they play Dallas, beat them. It's the Jets, Giants, uh, Eagles, and football team oh. that they haven't played. Oh yet. yeah, they did. They did
0: play that. My Jets mistake. Game. <laughs> you know, you Chess you pan. brought up something good about the Cowboys. I've had a lot of people tweet at me and DM me. And I think it's kind of just out there in the ether. And we talked about it a little bit. Like, could Mike McCarthy be a one and done? Yes. Because you would have said the moment he was hired, the press conference, like, you know, I I would say, worst case, he's getting like three years. It probably couldn't have gone much worse. And just the eye test is even worse than all the numbers. Like, the eye test is just, oh, my God. And you brought up a good point. Like, they're paying Andy Dalton a lot of money. And this part of hiring Mike McCarthy, you're like, well, what what does Mike McCarthy do? Oh, he's an offensive guy, quarterback guy, Rodgers, Favre, wanted Alex Smith, probably liked Andy Dalton, thought he could work with Dak. Like, what I saw Monday night, didn't it look like they hadn't really practiced (laughs) offensively? And then the
2: Jane Slater tweet, right? Some people think they can't coach in some players, anonymous players. What made me think of it was Breer wrote, McCarthy is getting judged because. Andy Dalton's a $7 million quarterback, right? So you sign a guy for $7 million, you don't get to say, well, we didn't have our starter. It's like, well, you signed this guy in case you didn't have your starter, that you still wanted to be competitive if you ended up with him. And the way Breer wrote it made me think he wasn't saying, the rest of us, Twitter, is judging Mike McCarthy. He's saying Jerry is judging Mike McCarthy. Um, Look, Jerry drank the Kool-Aid on on the refurbished Mike McCarthy, right? And uh, now part of this is Mike Nolan, but he hired Mike Nolan. It's his. It's like so. What if the offense is good? He hired Mike Nolan. Now they nailed the C.D. Lamb pick. Uh, he's been phenomenal, but but Mike doesn't get any credit for that, right? I mean, that was he's not the GM, unless he was banging. You know, I don't. That's what I was saying though. I don't know. Maybe he was. Maybe he was adamant they needed C.D. Lamb. I don't know, but yeah.
0: you know. And the other thing is, is Dak making money in all this? Maybe. Yeah, he can't be getting hurt. I mean, every game, Dalton. Wouldn't you be a little surprised if they're able to just function with Dalton like as the season goes? Like he he looks like he might just be out of the league right after this season. Like it just might be over. And he had, you know, he's going to be one of those guys, hey, listen, I played in the league for nine years, made a ton of money, went to the playoffs a bunch of time. My career ended relatively quickly at 32 years old or 31 years old, but I had a good career. It just sucks when you get that individual when his career is over, right? Because to me, if you had got Andy Dalton in like his just 15 version, Probably an overrated player at the time. He didn't look like that. Like I'd watched him enough when he was good. Like he was more than a functional quarterback. The thing we saw Monday night was like, is that Blaine Gabbert? Is that whoever? Just think shitty quarterback. Like is that Nick Mullins? We actually saw Blaine Blaine Gabbert
2: the other night. You don't remember that? He played in the Packers game. He's Tom Brady's backup.
0: I turned it off at like a middle of the third quarter <laughs> he did come into that game
2: yeah because Brady's coming out I'm like oh great we get to see like who the next guy is I had forgotten and uh, that's who it is
0: how about like uh the Cowboys they yanked Andy Dalton out of the game right with like three minutes left and they brought in some like undrafted free agent from Old Dominion or not maybe James Madison I think some g- no one's ever heard of right unless you're follow like that, that division. So his name's like Gunner, you know, Haberman or whatever. I saw in my timeline the next day, James Madison, at James Madison Football, like their football Twitter account. Clearly a dude just at his house on his phone. You could see the TV in the background. It wasn't like perfectly ripped. You see like it's kind of crooked, the TV. It's like our guy got in. You know, just so happy the guy played but i'm telling you it'd be like you at your house when something funny happens on the tv yeah you just click on it you could see the tv and it was i'm just, pulling it up the, the, there's something to appreciate just the the, the pride that probably oh. i mean that, that that could have been like the offensive coordinator at james madison right who's like also their recruiting coordinator who was just so excited to see his guy in the game
2: ben denucci
0: yeah ben denucci yeah, doesn't that just sound like a small school guy
2: it's, it does his handoff form is very solid did you find their Twitter account yeah did you, you can see did, like the light I, am reflecting I describing on, it well yeah it's perfect <laughs> yeah. you can see the light reflecting off the screen the lamp Honestly, in the guys, room, there,
0: there's a chance that's the head coach right
2: who took the who videoed it
0: yeah who's just at his house the season's canceled His guy got in. He had to be so excited. JMU
2: doesn't have, like, the TV ripping software that most other bigger programs have?
0: No. I mean, he doesn't even know, like, the the Middlecoff-Haberman way where you can rip it and then square it. Have you ever done that? Yes. (laughs) I'm always fascinated. How does, like... You know, it's like Big Cat, for example. Everything he rips is perfect. Do they just, this Barstool have a ripping software that immediately he can just text a guy and they can just send him whatever? I, yeah, I'd have to go back and look at what, I gotta go look at an example. Well, I just feel like most of the Barstool guys never tweet anything that isn't perfectly square. Just right off the like screen. They, yeah, like clearly they can press a button at any moment and get it sent to them. He might be a bad, like just all those guys. And it's not quoting a tweet, so it's like Fox's feed. Right. It's like their own. right. Which for me to do that, I have to take the video, then I have to go to Photos, and then I have to use a little square thing to cut my TV out of it. Also, and even then, sometimes it doesn't quite look the same.
2: And Xfinity doesn't even let you screen grab if you're streaming. If you try to screen
0: grab Xfinity, like just it, just a black screen. Yeah, I don't, I don't even attempt to do that. I've been, I've been screwed because I've tried a couple like sweet moments. I'll be watching like a uh, billions in my bed on like a Sunday night and just see an unreal like. 10-second clip from Axe of just giving some sweet line and I want to record it. And it's like, oh, this is not possible. It's like, fuck you, Xfinity. I'm paying Max. you $700 a month. You won't let me just tweet something? For the love uh, of God, it'll help your product. Uh, good news, bad news. Our,
2: our weekend DraftKings NFL game is already full. I did a small, just made it a more casual game, $55, just light and cash. Filled up. Boom. Somebody just DM me like, is the game already full? Yeah, it is. So uh, you want to be on the list. You want to be in the uh, Ham League so you get the first emails when it goes out or the first notifications when it goes out. Sign up at DraftKings with code Ham. You know the
0: problem, guy? I didn't even get in it. I just assumed like I would. You didn't get get in the game? No, I I clicked it. The contest has already been full. (laughs) (laughs) And I would have entered that game for sure. I'm in our Uh, golf game and I'm in another game. But fuck, I, that thing filled up fast. I, could I make another one. I thought I, I thought I had a little time. DraftKings, download the app. Promo code Ham. We play in golf. Uh, we obviously got this football game going that I'm not a part of. Uh, I, I'm rooting for you. I do you want, want to, to do two? We w? could do
2: two fifty person games. No, I mean one one's one's, one's, one, one's fine.
0: Uh, download the line-ups. app. Oh, promo, somebody
2: somebody's somebody uh, promo doesn't want to be app. at the football game this I, week.
0: I, I, I honest <laughs> to God, I did not avoid it on purpose. You'd have to admit that game filled up very very fast relatively. Yeah, to the it did. Filled up. What you say, in two hours? No. Less than that? 40 minutes. Okay. I mean, that's... I, I, I did not... Time was not on my side. That was insane. So Because when you create the game, you automatically add yourself to the game. Yeah, I just
2: get in. Yeah.
0: Yeah, so it's... You know, I, I, I wasn't doing any funny business there, I swear. No, I know. Uh, my bookie... Or excuse me, not my bookie. DraftKings. Download the DraftKings app. Promo code HAM. Um, I, I think I'm going to win the Zozo. I feel pretty good about okay. my squad.
2: All right. Getting the DraftKings with us. We're doing the golf. The Masters is in what? A month? Less than a month?
0: Uh, isn't it like two weeks? Two I'm weeks? Sorry, yeah, October twenty second. Yeah, I guess it's got to be November. the first week in November, I think.
2: Um, uh, so get in. You'll be in for that, and uh, and we're playing football all the time, so that's a good time. And for, Guy, bye, maybe uh, if the Raiders play Monday, then we would do a Monday doubleheader again because that's fun.
0: Not not crazy at all. I, I I took Phil Mickelson because he just won the Champions Tour. He's through eight holes. He has zero points. You you get. Half points for pars. Like that's impossible. He's got four pars, two bogeys, and one double bogey. Yes. So the the they even out to zero points. All
2: right. yeah.
0: I'm in trouble. Tigers got four. They combined four whole four points. They're through a combined 18 holes. Yikes. By the way, before we get to uh,
2: lock of the week, we do get we talked about it with Bruce Feldman the other day. If you missed our conversation with Bruce Feldman, very good on the midweek pod. Justin Fields, gotta watch him this week. Uh, they got this corner. I was reading about Sean Wade. I mean, he's, he's, I think he could have got, he might be a senior. Cause I remember him from last year. Like he might've been able to go pro. I think he was going to opt out. Now he's back in, but seems like he's trending as a mid first round pick. Are you saying Ohio State's got good prospects on defense? Yeah, and yep, and they have the best guard <laughs> in the country apparently as well.
0: Yeah, I mean, God, I didn't expect that at Ohio State. I know, yeah. I know,
2: it's shocking. Yeah. But get didn't get to they, the game early, yeah. John, because they won't be playing in the second half against Nebraska. <laughs>
0: <laughs> no, they probably won't. Uh, I I'm a little skeptical. Like you, you could, when I first saw that line, I think it was like 17. Just the first time any of these teams play, like, because I was thinking, like, should we just take Ohio State for the lock of the week? Mm. Because I I think it's fair to say most people that cover the sport thought they were one huge reason that they were making a huge stink. Like the – not people anti the Big Ten coming back, but people just saying like the reason Ohio State was the loudest is they felt like they they were going to win the national championship before Corona. Like they had a team loaded, quarterback coming back, which I I don't – obviously, they think they're going to win the national championship every year. But I think they have a really, really good team, and they could just dominate. I, I, you know, I probably haven't watched Clemson close enough, but I do think Alabama's got some issues on defense. Like, if they win a national championship, they're going to have to really tighten some shit up. Clemson's, I think, is probably better than Alabama. There's a chance Ohio State's better than both, right? Yeah,
2: I mean, we'll uh, they Clemson's been viewed. Clemson's as the is most, good. Clemson's good. Yeah, the most well <laughs> put together team, and you just know that Ohio State's road is just going to be harder, right? So just given the Big Ten is just better than much better than the ACC.
0: Is it safe to assume Ohio State's probably better on defense than Alabama? I I would hope away. so. Yeah. But that it's going to be hard like Alabama best offense in the country. I mean, got to be right up there.
2: Yeah, I mean those receivers, Clemson's up Clemson's up there too and Ohio State was third in points last year in the nation. So yeah. They go to Penn State on on Halloween, you know, you're not going to have uh, a hundred thousand people wearing white or whatever that stadium holds that night. Yeah. Actually, their schedule's not as tough as I thought because they got. I that's Ohio right. I, re- I remember now. Everyone kind of set it up for them. Rutgers, Maryland, Indiana, Illinois, the fighting Mel Tucker's oh in Michigan God. State, and the fighting Harbaugh's at home to finish.
0: Oh yeah, I remember when the schedule came out and Urban Meyer was like, "God, if they just beat Penn State, it's on." Yeah. So, uh, lock of the
2: week. You know, I, I'm not gonna lie. I uh, I I already before this podcast did a little uh, did a little sprinkling on the Bucks minus four. So I'll see if that pays off. Uh, I don't know Wednesday or whenever that game's gonna end up getting
0: played. We don't know yet. Um, I'm logged into my bookie guy. That game has currently got yanked off the board. So you're in that that line could come back be way weirder. That's that's why I jumped on
2: it the second I saw that, the Trent
0: news. If that game, if they play that game, which who knows. You're in pretty good shape. But that's the problem is that's what we wanted our lock of the week to be.
2: Yeah, so that's that's not an option right now. Well, it
0: could come back tomorrow.
2: No, I guess we actually had talked about another game, right? The Bills, Jets. It was 13. It's now 12.5. Bills minus 12.5. The Bills, the the Josh Allen uh, Dark Horse MVP train has uh, stopped off at the station for a couple of weeks.
0: I wouldn't say it derailed and fell off the train tracks, but it's definitely halted. You know, the, the, the train is not moving right now.
2: No, it's it got stopped. There's a truck on the tracks, and Walter White is currently siphoning gasoline out of it under the bridge.
0: It's over. Let's just, can we say that? <laughs> yes. He's not going to win the MVP. <laughs> yes. it's, it's, it's it's fucking over. Uh, I, I heard the stat from Cousin Sal, and it's been sticking in my mind all week. They're, they're 0-6 right now against the spread. The Jets. Okay. So so I, I, I just think when you look at the Jets sixteen games, more than likely is it inconceivable that they go two and fourteen against the spread? No. You know, is it is it inconceivable they don't cover any spreads? Well, the pro the tough part, right, is that the spread's just gonna keep getting bigger. But in theory they could but, keep getting worse. Well, they're trading off guys. The Niners just got a guy. They trade another guy to the Bucks. Do you think it's crazy that they trade Sam Darnold before the trade deadline or probably not? I just don't think you quite- can
2: trade him if you're even going to do it until you have the other quarterback on your team.
0: Until Trevor Lawrence doesn't tear an ACL at the combine. All of a sudden, line. Joe Flacco wins you a game and you don't get the number one overall pick. It's a disaster, isn't it?
2: Well, yeah, yeah, you can't have that happen either. I'm just saying you cannot, to me. Like, no. My,
0: my point is, if you trade him now, just assuming you're not going to win a game, and then all of a oh, sudden you, right, right. you win neither, a couple, yeah, games, yeah, yeah. Good point. You would you would get you would get fired, right? Yeah. Yes. You can <laughs> Two two in so, the yeah. bush, one in the hand, <laughs> yeah. something like that. So now yeah. um, now with Manscaped, not but, with Manscaped. No. <laughs> <laughs> well, there is no bush. Um,
2: yeah, Buffalo, Kansas City, New England, all can cover. The Chargers can cover. Miami with Tua might be a not-cover candidate. We'll see. With Fitzpatrick, that's a cover because they beat him by 24 last week. Vegas, Seattle, the be- yeah, all these teams can blow them out or at least keep them or hold, or hold them scoreless like New England, right?
0: You, you want, want a stat for you? Yeah. Their point differential right now is m- minus 110. Now, for example, that's- the second worst point differential in the league is the Jacksonville Jaguars at fifty six? Wow! So they they're are they're basically double. double, and the Jacksonville Jaguars are one in five. So,
2: right. God, they are fucking terrible. But, but when we watch the Jags, we go, yeah, they're one of the bad teams in the NFL. But they're they look like an NFL team.
0: Yeah, I don't feel like even lock of the week stuff. I Jags would make me a little nervous, right? They could score some points if it was like a twelve point spread against like really like the Chiefs. If you told me that all the Jags lost by seven, you know. I'd... They are definitely a, a sneaky team for sure. So even the Texans, like I, I wouldn't feel great betting against Texans with big lines, no. right? They can score points.
2: Let's do a quick sweep of some other stuff that jumps out before we put our two fifty on that game. Um Cowboys. The Bears
0: line's massive.
2: What are the Bears what's the Bears deal? Plus six on Monday Night Football against the Rams. <sighs> Have the Bears played in a game separated by more than six points at this at this juncture?
0: Well, they've won they've won basically all the games except the Colts game. So they're five and one. I mean they would they're a five and one team that's plus six we're against a team with no fans. So the Who Lions was
2: a four point win, Giants was a four point win, Falcons was a four point win, Colts was an yeah, eight my, point my loss. point. is Bucks guy, they're one.
0: plus six. No, no, I, I understand.
2: I follow you. I'm just saying they like are they just win or lose? They just play in close games. Right? Because I don't because my point is I don't think they're a five and one team, but hell, even if they were to lose, they just they play in close games. Yeah. But you're right. How many 5
0: and one teams have ever been plus six? Well, especially when you factor in the no fans, they, the Rams coming off a loss. Yeah, it's like they're playing the best team in the league. Yeah. Do you think Jared Goff's all of a sudden going to look good against the Bears' defense? That's right. That's a pretty tough matchup. I actually think the Rams, the Bears match up pretty well against them. I was texting with a guy on the staff, not the head coach. But defensively, you feel really good about going in that game. The thing that would scare me is the Bears' offense sucks. <laughs> So, like you, you can't win that game ten to seven. You know, you probably got to score twenty three points. That's not really Foles' go to number right now. It's usually teens. So, um, one thing
2: I kind of like. We don't. We, we're not going to Packers Texans over fifty seven. I'm not opposed to doing overs. I'm not opposed the, to doing overs. The Texans right now. Obviously, the Packers need a bounce back. The Texans. Where would I put this stat? I think the Texans are giving up seventy percent completion and like fifteen touchdowns, one pick, so far this year. You don't I know, over. I like
0: Lions Falcons over fifty five. Mm. Lions score a ton of points. The Falcons are just going to score. I, I think that's that. the,
2: yeah, that's one of the more pitiful matchups in the NFL in twenty twenty. I think.
0: What about this Panther Saints fifty one? Both those teams score. I saw Michael Thomas hurt another. Yeah, like pulled his hamstring. Oh, really? 57 is a sneaky lot of points though, I know it is I see I, I feel better
2: I mean like the bills have been bad but I know they're better than that and they got the Jets this week that's 12 and a half
0: well how many points should the bills score against the Jets Let's look at it that way 28 they should get to yeah they should get to 28 30. do the Jets have 18 points in them the bill's defense has not been good it that's, hasn't. I mean, but this is. It has not been good. You know, it's not Clyde running after right? It's Frank.
2: Yeah, it's been bad against the Titans and the Chiefs, right?
0: I, I'm good with going Bills. I, yeah, I think I, you've. We've bet against the Jets before. We felt great about it. Everyone that's bet against the Jets this year has felt great about it because they haven't covered. So I just. That, to me is the safest. Yeah, I'm, I do. I'm if good we win it. this week and we're down to our final amount of money, what, wait, are we I are. I kind of want to do an. Well, yeah, this is our last. What's in this there? This is our last go round. We've lost three straight. Ugh. You know what was it up to? It was up to a yeah. thousand. So then we've lost basically seven fifty. So we need this. Right? Uh, yeah, <laughs> we're hanging on by a thread. That's where. That's where I think it's okay to justify over unders. God, if the Eagles do, less. to me to me an over under. The problem with an over under is it doesn't always reflect individual teams and stuff. Weird shit happens, right? With right, points right. and fumbles. Uh, a point spread, like, you are just betting against the Jets. Like, that's where I feel good about. Like, you you could take an over-under and have, like, a weird quarter with a fumble or a pick. don't you agree the Bills are just
2: good, regardless of what they've looked like?
0: Yeah, honestly. I can sleep
2: at night if something weird happens and we lose it, whatever.
0: We've done some dumb bets lately. You know, there's no way, and I (laughs) influenced it.
2: (laughs) This is defensible.
0: This this is, to me, just a normal bet. Okay, let's do it. We feel good about it. And I'm not opposed to this guy. If this, let's say the Bills win this game 35 to seven. If you were okay, I'd, I'd do the strategy the rest of the year, just bet against the Jets. Yeah. That might. Uh, we, we have 10 games left, guy. So we, we could win potentially about $2,500. I'm with it. Because I did the math that if we had bet on that, if they went 1 in 15 against the spread and we bet $250 against the Jets every single game. We would have made each sixteen hundred dollars, give or take. You know what, minus one ten or right, minus fifteen. Right, 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 right. But we would have been well over fifteen hundred. Just starting with two fifty. Let's start it. So, it starts today. Comeback Starts today. Yeah, I mean a little late to the party, but you know, better late than never, right?
2: We got time. There's the the, the there's no limit to how many people can come into this party. No.
0: Godspeed, go right. Bills. Adios. No one circles the wagons.
1: <laughs> Save big on brunch for mom. All in the Kroger app.